success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And I'm so excited to introduce you to this invincible one. Sherry D. Andrews, Esquire, your small business attorney, helps small business owners legally protect their business so they can sleep better at night. Using flat rate pricing, Sherry works with entrepreneurs on business formation, contracts, copyright, and trademarks. Sherry received her BA, magna cum laude, from Mount Holyoke College and her JD from Temple University School of Law. She has over 35 years legal experience in law firm and corporate setting. Sherry, welcome to the She's Invincible podcast. We are so excited to have you with us today. Thank you so much, Cami. I am really excited to be here. I'm really looking forward to this discussion. Oh, me too, girl. Me too. So this is what we're going to do. Let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? How did I get where I am today? So I graduated law school. I went into law firm practice. I spent 16 years in law firms, um, two different firms. The first one I practiced primarily family law and insurance defense work. And the second one, I practiced primarily appellate work. So mostly I was doing the research and writing, creating the briefs to make the partners look good in court. It's very much behind the scenes. And I left that job to go in-house for one of my clients. And I spent the next 16 years as a corporate in-house general counsel for our regional multiple listing service. I was a law department of one. I was on the executive management team, loved my job, loved the people I worked with, had 13 years of that was like 13 of the best years of my professional career. And then we had a merger. (laughs) We had a merger with the MLS to the south of us, MLS multiple listing service. And that was in January of 2017. Like two years into the merger, my CEO left. A new CEO was appointed. And you all know where this story is going. The new CEO basically cleared out the entire executive management team. And I ended up at the end of 2019, unemployed and trying to figure out what the heck my next chapter was going to be. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> it happens in law too, people. <laughs> Listen up. Doesn't matter. No one's no one is exempt from these these treatments in the corporate America. No, they're not. So, you know, I I'm unemployed. I'm trying to figure out what's next. I knew a few things going in. I knew that whatever job I took next, it had to matter. I was, you know, too far down my career to work for a company that I didn't believe in. So the company had to have a vision, values, mission that I could really get behind. I also knew that I did not want to work in any highly regulated industry. So I ruled out pharma, insurance, finances, um, you know, like just blacked out entire industries. And after literally, literally, Cami, two weeks of searching for a new job on job boards and various places, I realized that the job I wanted didn't exist. Oh, I love that. Yes. So, you know, the next choice was, okay, well, if the job I want doesn't exist, then I get to make my own. And that's the only way it's going to happen. And I had experience as an entrepreneur prior because throughout my legal career, I've always had side hustles. I did, you know, making and selling crafts at local, local craft shows. I did eight years in the direct sales industry as in the scrapbooking world. And while I was doing that, going to a lot of crops and conventions, also running my own t-shirt design business directed at scrapbookers. And then most recently, my husband and I had a booth at an antique mall. So, you know, we had all this experience of what it's like to run a small business. And I had been doing it for years. So I just honestly, I, I said, okay, I've got my legal experience and all the things I know about running a business legally. And I've got all of this side hustle experience and everything I know about running a small business. And I know because, because I'm in this world that small business owners are very underrepresented legally. Most law firms are not interested in representing a small business because the money simply isn't there. They're chasing high net worth clients and people that are going to keep repeat business, keep them going forever. And so I wanted to get the word out to small business owners what they need in their business to be legally protected. And that's where my law firm came from and how I got to be doing what I am today. I love it. So let's go back to when you were a little girl. When was it that you knew that you wanted to be an attorney? As a little girl, not a clue. Now, I grew up thinking I wanted to be either a writer or a teacher. Those were the two things that, you know, were my dream as a young girl. When I decided to be an attorney was honestly... After I graduated college, I left Mount Holyoke. I took a, a, there was this year. In that year, I had probably eight different jobs, several of them simultaneously because they were all part-time. And I realized that I didn't go to one of the best schools in the country to spend the rest of my life as an underpaid um, insurance sales clerk, you know, basically I was working for an insurance company in their underwriting department, making changes to people's policies. And 
I thought I didn't, I didn't go to school for this. This is not what I want to do with my life. My mother had been telling me for years that I should go to law school. And so I finally just in desperation threw up my hands and said, okay, mom, I'll go to law school. Oh my goodness. Mom knows best, right? Even back mom, then. Mom absolutely knows best. Oh, that's amazing. What a fun story. I'd love to share those stories because everybody gets a different start. So that's so cool. Okay, Sherry, tell us what makes you invincible. I, I would say what makes me invincible is resilience. It's the ability to come up to an issue, a problem, and find a way over, under, around, or through it um, to the other side. And, you know, just my experience in life is that no matter what I have been put up against, I've found a way. And that's what keeps me going, just knowing that I am capable. Yes, yes, you are. Well, this is just a beautiful segue to our topic today, where we are talking about some of the most important things. And you you really paved the, the way for that in, you know, telling us your journey and, and how you got to where you are today, uh, being able to work with small businesses and give them what they need so they're protected. So I love this. So today we're talking about trademarks. We're talking about all of the things you need and why you need them so that you can be protected as you continue to build and grow your business. So let's tell them everything they need to know, Sherry. <laughs> let's start um, at the top. Everything they need to know is not going to fit into the confines of this podcast. However, um, let's start with business formation. So you're a new business owner. You've decided to start your own thing. Great. Now let's figure out the best way to set it up to make sure that you're legally protected. You know, do you want to be a sole proprietor? Is that okay based on the business you're going into? Or do you really need the protection of an LLC, limited liability company, or a corporation? And so one of the first things as a small business owner that you need to think about is how you want to structure your business. That's number one. Number two is contracts. And I'll just like say this all day long, contracts, contracts, contracts. Seriously, you know, we are no longer in the days of the caveman where we traded furs and meat with a handshake. You have to have a contract to protect yourself. If you don't, and the other party decides that they don't like your goods or services or they don't want to pay or they feel like they didn't get what they bargained for, you have very little standing in court if you don't have the contract to prove what the agreement was. So it doesn't matter to me what service business you are in, you should have a service contract. That's just one type of contract. There are all kinds of other ones. You know, there's non-disclosure agreements, there are um, non-competes, independent contractor agreements when you're hiring help. And so if you are not currently using contracts, please, please, please go talk to an attorney and get those set up for your business. The third thing that I want to talk about is intellectual property. And a lot of small business owners really don't understand even that they have intellectual property, much less how to go about protecting it. But 
think about it this way. Copyright is about content. It's about creative expression. So copyright is going to protect a book you write a, to support your business. It's going to protect the blog post you're putting on your website. It's going to protect course content, things that you are creating. And so you want to make sure that you are taking care of your copyright, that you are enforcing it and, you know, actually calling people out who are stealing your stuff. And the other one is trademark. Trademark is all about brand. It's all about identifying you or your company as the source of the goods or services. So for trademark, the things that you want to register with the United States Patent and Trademark Office are your business name, your logo, your tagline, if you have one, and then potentially the names of courses, offerings, products, if they are flagship and if they are worth protecting. And, you know, that's something like I talk to business owners about what you want to protect, why you want to protect it, how valuable is it to you, and what would happen if you were told tomorrow that you could no longer use your business name? How devastating would that be to you and your business? And if you're kind of like, okay, whatever, I don't care, I'll just come up with a new name, then fine, you don't have to worry about it. But if you're like, hey, wait a minute, I love my business name. Everything is tied up in that. All my marketing, my website, all my brochures and flyers, everybody knows me as this business name, then it needs to be protected. That is so good. Oh my gosh, that is so good. And your messaging, right? So like once you have all that clear, once you, you know, when you start, like, then you don't want to ever have to change that. So I can see the value in that because right. yeah, you like create something around that and then that's who you will become. Love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what else do you need to tell us today about this? I love what you said about your books, thing contracts. Oh my gosh. All of these things. Is there anything else we need to know? So the other thing that I, mainly preach is policies and policies cover a very, very broad range of your business. But the policies are usually in place to meet regulatory requirements. Um, so there are laws out there that you need to abide by. So some of the simple ones, website policies. If you have a website, you need a privacy policy. I could get into all the laws and reasons why, but just trust me, you need a privacy policy. You don't have to have, but you want a terms of use on your website as well. And, you know, then if you start bringing in employees, there's all kinds of policies in place there that, you know, think about the last time you were in a corporate job, what the employee handbook looked like. All of those policies need to be dealt with. Um, if you have people working at your location, then there's OSHA regulations and I mean, the list just goes on. So just talk to someone to be aware of what regulations you need to be complying with to make sure that your business is safe and operating within the law. I love it. So let's say there's listeners out there and they're thinking, I want to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to ditch this corporate job and start my own journey. What is the first thing that you would say is the most important for them? Honestly, the first thing that's most important isn't even legal. It's 
understanding what you're getting into and why. If I mean, if you were going to start a new business, you're starting from the ground up, you're literally building something out of nothing. You have to have a very strong why. You have to know what's motivating you because that's what's going to keep you going through all of the other things that come up through somebody telling you, you need to figure out your business structure and you need contracts and you need policies. Um, you know, and then you're going to work with marketing people who are going to tell you, you need to be here. You need to be there. You need to have this kind of information in your marketing. You really have to understand what's in your own heart to know what you're doing as a small business owner. The rest of it kind of follows that in, in the way I view small business and small business owners. If you can articulate to me what your vision is and why you want to do what you want to do, I can help you through all the legal aspects of it. I love it. I have it. to understand you. I have to understand what you're trying to accomplish. I love that. That is so powerful. Oh my gosh. And I have loved working with you myself, Sherry. And I love the way that you have your own business and offering structured. So let's tell our listeners a little bit about that, about how you're working with your clients uh, and making it uh, wise and affordable, right? So it's, and you know, you are so approachable, which I absolutely adore about you. So, you know, you're the attorney where people could just walk right up to you and be like, Sherry, help me. <laughs> yeah, but that's important. That is so important because it's a scary thing. Like we all run from the law because it's scary. We don't understand it. And to have someone like you in a room where we can just drop it, right? Like, oh my gosh, I need your help uh, is amazing. So let's talk a little bit about how, you know, step-by-step, step, how, what you're doing, how are you helping people? Sure thing. So I like what you said about me being approachable. And I just want to tell you quickly, that is one thing that has set me apart my entire legal career. I have had so many people tell me, Sherry, you are not like any other attorney I've ever met. And I'm like, great. I don't want to be like any other attorney you've ever met. Um, yes, I try to make sure that you feel comfortable with me and that I'm explaining things in a way that makes sense to you. So, so one of my superpowers is making sense of this legal stuff, it, you know, and just bringing it down. Like, I don't like to use a lot of legalese. I like to use plain English and make sure that you're comfortable with what you know. So how I work with my clients, first thing you need to know is I do not charge hourly rates. For small business, I don't believe it. Don't believe in it. I believe that you need to know what you are buying and how much it's going to cost you upfront. Small business owners are on a limited budget. They need to be able to plan for legal expense. So everything I do is either a membership subscription model or flat rates. So when you come to me, if you want a trademark done, I will tell you exactly how much it's going to cost and what you're going to get for your money. The other piece of it, as I said, is that membership. And with the membership, what I'm doing for my clients in Maryland and Pennsylvania, the two states that I'm licensed in, you can actually purchase a membership with me that 
provides you with monthly access, a certain amount of drafting time, if you will, but just the ability to call me, text me, email me at any time with the questions that come up on a day-to-day basis about your business and make sure that you get those questions answered before you move forward on your next big thing that you are implementing to make sure that you're doing it right from the outset and to give you that comfort level that you've thought about the legal aspects and the ramifications and what's coming down the road. And I find for a lot of my clients in that membership, it's just the peace of mind of knowing that they can reach out whenever. And that allows them to move forward more confidently and to play bigger and in a bigger arena. Whereas before they had that, they were holding themselves and their businesses back out of fear, worry, um, just not feeling comfortable with what might be coming next. I love that. I love that. And I can be the testimony for that because honestly, when I joined your membership, I felt like I was putting on this bulletproof vest. I felt, I really felt more invincible because I felt protected. And I knew like, no matter what, I didn't have to worry about it. I would just send you a message. <laughs> so yes. And I love that feeling as an entrepreneur and, you know, I, I do a lot of different things. And so I feel, uh, and I do feel what you just said that now I really can build and scale and it's not going to hold me back because I am protected. And I, I really am really feeling comfort in that. So it's a scary world out there, you guys. <laughs> and you definitely want to be protected. Well, this is so great. And you know, I want to talk about your book. Is that okay? If we talk Absolutely. about this amazing book that you wrote, Sherry's book is called Smooth Sailing. It's a practical guide to legally protecting your business. And I got the honor to be one of the first early readers and got to write a little testimony about this amazing book that Sherry wrote. And I'll tell you guys, uh, if you're wondering, should I get an attorney? Get this book. Just get the book. The link is in the show notes. You click right on it. You grab this book, take a look at it, and then you'll know that, yes, you need you need to be protected. But there's so much valuable information in this book to help you get started and give you an idea of what you really should have. So, Sherry, tell us about like why you wrote it. What was your intention? What are you hoping that people will get from it? So, When I started my own practice, you know, I'm limited by my license to Pennsylvania and Maryland, and I network globally, mostly United States, but I network all over the place. And I have people from California and Massachusetts and a bunch of other states asking me, you know, questions about their business and what I can do for people outside of Pennsylvania and Maryland is things that are based on federal law. So copyright, trademark, understanding the CAN-SPAM Act for your email marketing, those kind of things are what I can do for people across the country. But most of what I do, the business formation and contracts are limited to those two states. And it was frustrating me because I wanted to get the word out to way more than just the small business owners of Pennsylvania and Maryland. Maybe I was thinking a little bit 
too big for my britches. I don't know, but I really wanted the information available. So the book is meant to be kind of like a desktop reference book that when you are a small business owner, you have this book, you can read it cover to cover, just get the feel of what I'm saying you need to be thinking about as a small business owner. But then you could just leave it on your desk. And when a question comes up, you know, go down the table of contents, flip to that page and read what I have to say about website policies or about hiring a new employee or the different things that come up and what questions you need to be considering when those things come up. And, you know, so I tried to put without overwhelming, tried to put enough information in there to give small business owners, the basics so that when they do talk to an attorney, they already understand what they need and why they need it. Now they just need to talk to to the attorney about how to get it. I love it. Well, it definitely did that for me and gave me a good, uh, you know, idea of what my needs were. And I'm so grateful that I'm in Pennsylvania and that I'm able to, yes, to have you protect me and my my company and all of that. So this is amazing, guys. Grab this book, Smooth Sailing. It's by Sherry D. Andrews, Esquire. It will open your mind to everything and uh, help protect you. Just the knowing, right? First, it's the knowledge and then it's what you do with it. So love that. And also, Sherry, you have a free uh, little freebie for our guests. Let's talk about that. I do. So I know that most entrepreneurs use email marketing. Um, You know, talk to the marketers. They will tell you email marketing still has the highest return on investment of any form of advertising. So if you have an email marketing list and you are regularly sending out emails, you need to make sure that you are compliant with the CAN-SPAM Act. That is a federal act. It applies to everyone um, in the United States, and you need to understand what the requirements are. So the download is basically giving you the seven requirements sourced directly from the FTC website of what you need to do to make sure the emails you are sending out are compliant with that act. That's awesome. Okay, well, the link is in the show notes, so you can click that link get the book, get the freebie and get everything you need so you can be on your way to getting protected. Oh my gosh, this has been so great, Sherry. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for sharing your expert zone of genius. Thank you for protecting me and my companies. I just appreciate you so much. Well, let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Okay, where they can find me, the best place to find me is my website, which is my name, sherryandrews.com. That's C-H-E-R-I andrews.com. Perfect, perfect. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour which is a virtual event that's gonna happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you wanna come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing 
their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. Well, you know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs, and we are going to just highlight their expert zone of genius and give huge value. And you did that so well today. Thank you so, so much. But (laughs) we're not done (laughs) because we also promised them that we're going to pull back the curtain because see, they're looking at you thinking she's so lucky. She's so smart. She was born on the right side of the tracks, right? All these crazy things they think when they see other successful people. But the truth is they have no idea the journey you took or the price you paid for the success that you have today. But we're going to show them right now. Are you ready? I am. Okay, great. We're going to start with the good. Let's tell our listeners a story about the good or the great part of your journey. So I want to just say, in in a very brief way, it is very, very rewarding to be an entrepreneur, to build a business literally from nothing. Two and a half years ago, my law practice did not exist as an option for small business owners. Um, You know, sure, there are other attorneys out there who work with small business owners, but there wasn't Sherry Andrews out there working with small business owners. And... um, the ability to think about, create, market, and actually make a business successful in two and a half years just kind of, it makes me feel good about myself, about what I'm doing. And it makes me feel like I really am offering the best of me to the people who choose to be my clients. 
That's amazing. And, you know, I'm doing the math and I'm thinking two and a half years ago was just a few months before the pandemic shut the world down. So that is a story in itself. Oh my gosh, we should spend a minute there. So what was that like? Uh, what, what month did you actually launch your company? So I made the decision in February of 2020 to start my own law firm, right? I reached out, I, you know, I filed my paperwork with the state to start my LLC. I bound malpractice coverage effective March 1st of 2020. Thank God I had decided to set it up as a virtual practice because literally I opened my doors March 1st, 2020 and March 14th, we shut down. That is crazy. I know as I'm saying, you're saying two and a half years ago, I'm thinking that was right at the pandemic. Oh yeah. my gosh. So that was crazy. But you know, isn't it fun that when you make a decision like that, and then later you look back and think, wow, it's almost like the universe really did have your back. I feel that same way about my podcast because we launched 11 days before the pandemic. So you and I were launching at the same time. Same time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think mine was March 2nd. So we were in it to win it, weren't we? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so what was that like? You know, this isn't the first time we're going to have crisis in the world, right? That, you know, this is, this is, happens all the time. So not to that degree and hopefully never again, but who's to say, so how did, how was that navigating that? Well, as I said, I, luckily I had already decided to set myself up as a virtual practice. So I was planning to meet with my clients on zoom anyway. And, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, I was ahead of the curve for attorneys because all of the ones who had their offices and were used to meeting their clients in person had to pivot. I didn't have to pivot. I was already set up that way. The hard part then was more getting the word out and letting people know I was here the in-person networking I had started doing came to an abrupt end. And I ended up doing all my networking online on Zoom. And it wasn't too far into it that more and more networking was going on Zoom. And it ended up being, again, a benefit because I could attend three networking meetings back to back to back instead of driving an hour somewhere, sitting through a meeting and driving home where I would have only been able to do one in a day. So a lot of it was very fortuitous. And I like hate saying it out loud, but the pandemic did me a favor. Yes. Well, there are so many, you know, gifts that have come from it. And, you know, I can't help but think that, uh, more people left corporate America over these last two years and decided to start their own small business because of the pandemic. So you really were ahead of the game and positioned yourself to be able to support this huge slew of people who were becoming entrepreneurs. Wow. Talk about winning the lottery over there. <laughs> Guys, you know, this is this, but this is the difference between holding yourself back and jumping in, even when it's scary, right? Because right. we, we, it would, if you had held yourself back, even when the unknowing of what all this was looking like, you, you would not have positioned yourself the way that you did at such a time. And that is amazing to me. So, wow, wow, wow. That is so cool. Okay. Well, that was really fun. <laughs> but, Let's talk about the bad. Tell us a story about the bad. We're going to save the ugly for last. Okay. 
Um, for me, the bad is, again, in entrepreneurship, it's looking at the long hours, the second guessing yourself. I went through a lot of imposter syndrome and who do you think you are? Do you really know enough about this? You know, are, are you sure what you're doing? And in those months where you're still trying to build things and there's like no income coming in and you're like, what the heck did I just get myself into? It's a lot of questioning. It's a lot of demons that you're working through. And it's normal for entrepreneurship to feel that way. And I want to let everybody know that, yes, it's bad and it's struggle and it's frustrating, but it's normal. And if you trust the process and you trust yourself, and most of all, you trust your why, why you got into this, what you're trying to accomplish, then you can work through all that. I love it. Well, I'm so grateful that you work through it all because I'm the recipient of the benefits of having you at my side along my journey. And that feels so good. Okay, Sherry, tell us a story about the ugly part of this journey you took. So for me, the ugliest part of my journey goes back to my childhood. I was raised in a home with an abusive alcoholic father. And because of that, I learned that the only way, the best way, the only way to survive was to be invisible. And be invisible meant, you know, you're seen but not heard, or better yet, you're not even seen. Go find a place to hide out. Um, I spent a lot of time reading books, um, you know, sitting on my bed or in a corner on the back patio just to stay out of his way. And that lesson that I learned that it's not safe to be seen stuck with me. It stuck with me through most of my adulthood. And it was something that as an entrepreneur, I had to face down. When I decided to start my own law firm, I had to get out of my comfort zone in order to network, in order to meet people and market my business. That was hard because I've never been comfortable networking. You wouldn't know that now, but it was something I had to push myself to do. And the other thing I had to push myself to do was actually toot my own horn, like, you know, stand up for my accomplishments, celebrate myself, because that message of it's not safe to be seen was so deeply ingrained in my DNA that I had a hard time telling anybody, anything beyond facts. Yes, I have a law firm. Yes, I represent small business owners. There was a whole lot of hiding in the beginning that I had to learn how to overcome in order to become the entrepreneur that I am today, to become the attorney who can represent small businesses in the way they need to be represented. And um, it took some work. It wasn't overnight. It's something that I still occasionally struggle with and have to remind myself that it is safe to be seen, that I'm okay. He's not around anymore. And even when the world's a scary place, you know, the more, and this I know, this I know, the more visible you become, the more successful you become as a small business owner the more chance you have that there's going to be haters out there that are going to have their say, but that says more about them than you. And 
you know, I've, I've recognized now that that's their problem, not mine. And it's okay to be out there, to be saying your truth, to be sharing who you are. And that was a lesson that just, I had to work through and learn the hard way. Oh my gosh, Sherry. So basically you went from invisible to invincible, just like that. What a journey. Well, I am so grateful that you are so invincible and resilient and that you were able to overcome some of those things that were planted in you uh, and that you have emerged into this amazing, beautiful, intelligent and most helpful woman in this world. And you're making a huge impact. And I appreciate that so, so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we say goodbye, I just want to ask you to finish this sentence for me. The world would be a better place if more people knew blank. The world would be a better place if more people knew and believed that they are enough just as they are. By that, I mean, you don't have to be prettier or thinner or smarter or richer or fill in the blank with whatever your hangup is to be worthy of love and acceptance. There's no test to pass. You are enough just as you are. I am enough just as I am. We are all uniquely awesome. And that to me is just, if everybody knew that about themselves, the world would definitely be a better place. Well, we're about to spread that message. So you guys, you heard it from Sherry D Andrews. You are enough. And I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you are face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. Tell them, Sherry. (laughs) Get up. You can, if I can do it, you can do it. We can all overcome and there is help. Just reach out and tell somebody that you, you're sitting on the ground and you need a hand to get you back up. You guys get back up. You can do anything. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.